Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our VP of Operations, Amanda, and our wonderful guest, Louise Brogan. Louise is an international speaker, thought leader, and industry expert on LinkedIn. And today we're going to be talking about how you can and should use LinkedIn to showcase your expertise and grow your career. Uh, Louise, welcome. I'm so excited to have you on the show because LinkedIn is definitely one of those topics that's near and dear to my heart. Thank you. I am absolutely delighted to be invited onto your show. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. So before we get started, for everybody out there, if you're joining us for the first time, make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to Claim Your Career Crown podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, share the love and click all five stars. Thank you. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, LinkedIn. So just out of curiosity, Louise, how did you become a LinkedIn expert? Can you uh, share your journey with us? Yes. I mean, it's um, I'll try and keep it succinct. <laughs> um, so I... Originally, I, I graduated um, and became a software engineer, and I worked in health the health service as an IT project manager until uh, full-time until the point where I had my kids, and I went part-time, and I realized that I actually wanted to work for myself. So I started a business as a social media manager, um, helping other people run their social media accounts, and that was back in 2013. And pretty quickly, I realized that actually I prefer teaching than managing accounts for people. And I started to become a trainer and I ran lots of workshops and training and I did all the social media platforms. I really started to focus in on LinkedIn for quite a few different reasons. Um, But I I realized that when I spent time on LinkedIn, that I was finding clients who were willing to actually invest in themselves and it became a lot harder on the other social media platforms to really get noticed I think amongst all the other reasons people are going to social media platforms for whereas LinkedIn people are going because they're really interested in connecting with their business network and so I probably niched down about 18 months ago and it's been the best thing ever because I now get invited to speak about LinkedIn um, I'm, it's easy to refer business to me because all I do is LinkedIn. Um, it's been easier for me as a person who teaches people LinkedIn because I don't have to keep up with all of the different social media platforms. I just I just engross myself completely. And people listening go, or might be going, oh, but that doesn't sound very exciting, Louise. It's actually the more you get into LinkedIn, the more exciting it actually becomes. Um, so I find my sweet spot. I love it. I love helping people with her LinkedIn. I've just come off a three hour VIP session with a client who was delighted with what we were able to achieve in three hours in terms of her LinkedIn profile, her strategy moving forward. Um, And I just, I love what I do. Oh, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. So Louise, why do you think LinkedIn is so important and useful for people's careers? It is I mean, LinkedIn is, has had such a growth in 2020. Um, so at the start of the year, there was approximately 640 million people had LinkedIn accounts. 
and now it's nearly 700 million. So if you are wanting to get ahead in your career, you want to be really strategic about how you use LinkedIn. It's a, a platform not just to connect with people who may be able to help you within your career, but it's somewhere you can showcase your knowledge and expertise as well. Um, and actually connect with people who work in, you know, if you work in a large company, it's a brilliant way to connect with strategically with people within your company, within your industry, to become known as the expert in your field. Um, I mean, as job seekers, there's just, you know, I very much focus on how to use LinkedIn to raise your profile and raise your visibility online and build a really valuable network around you. Uh, but you can also use it to, to find work. There's like 20 million people have found their their latest job through LinkedIn. Um, there's a lot of recruiters on there. There are a lot of um, people advertising jobs. So it's multifaceted, really. But the way I work with people on LinkedIn is teaching them how to really showcase their knowledge and expertise in the best way that can kind of put them above the rest of the crowd and how they use LinkedIn. Um, so, and I think also more and more companies are really embracing LinkedIn and LinkedIn has recognized this. So they've, they've brought out a couple of new features for LinkedIn company pages um, just recently, where if you work for an organization with more than 200 employees, the company or the organization can create an internal um, segment on their company page that really showcases their employees and encourages you to connect with other people within you know, the similar field within you know, say you're in a global corporation it could be saying suggesting to you why do you do you want to connect with other people Louise who work in software development here's our the team that live in Seattle and what they do and we recommend those people to you so as a platform it recognizes the need for people to connect with each other and especially in 2020 with a lot of people working from home and not necessarily having that you know meeting for coffee at 10 with your office or you know going out for a business lunch and um, it's just not happening this year and so a lot more people are turning to LinkedIn for that networking opportunity so I think um, you really should get in there and get stuck in and start building your network um, mm -hmm. that would be my advice to anyone who's listening if they want to further their career. Yeah, and it's true. LinkedIn is very robust and it, it helps so many people in so many different ways in terms mm. of growing their careers. And I know Lynn is actually really passionate about using LinkedIn to connect with others. Mm -hmm. um, she could go into a whole thing about that. <laughs> so, so Louise, you mentioned um, using LinkedIn to um, highlight your, your expert knowledge. How mm -hmm. can people um, make changes or improvements to their LinkedIn profiles to achieve that? So I think for most of the people that I work with, when we start out working or we go to their LinkedIn profiles, they haven't really filled in the whole profile. So I would start to me, your LinkedIn profile is really the foundation of, of all of your LinkedIn activity. So you want to get a really robust LinkedIn profile, which means having a good headshot, uh, preferably taken within the last year. Um, a good LinkedIn headline that kind that of tells people what it is that you do, and then the next having an about summary that showcases what you are. So if you are in a career that's very different for a small business owner as it is for somebody who is in a job slash career. 
So for a job or career, you want to be highlighting in your about section all the projects you're working on and the skills and expertise that you have. Uh, Business owners, it's a slightly different angle, but we focus on the career for today's podcast. Um, Then underneath that, you've got this whole featured section where you can highlight um, any videos that you have done, maybe any blog posts, maybe if you've been um, in an article or you've written an article on LinkedIn or you have, um, you've won an award. It's really about featuring your highlights in that section and it's really visual. So it really stands out when you go down someone's profile. Underneath that, then you've got the experience section where you get to list out your experience. I would say for this section, you want to make sure it focuses on the skills, knowledge and expertise that you want to be found for. So because LinkedIn very much works in terms of search, in terms of having keywords. So if you say 10 years ago, you worked in manufacturing and now you work in financial services, you want your profile to be more top heavy with the keywords for financial services because you do want people to reach out for you to you looking for someone who works in manufacturing when you don't do that anymore. So you tidy up your LinkedIn profile so that it really is focusing on whatever it is you want to be found for now rather than um, things that you did in your past. So having a fully filled out LinkedIn profile is really beneficial and most people haven't actually filled it out. Underneath that, then you've got your skills um, and endorsement section and your recommendation section. And one of the things I always say to my clients is try and get as many recommendations from people who've worked with you as possible because it comes from the other person's profile and really showcases uh, what you are, what your strengths are in your in your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It it's like having testimonials on a on a company website. You know, it, it mm. it's that proof that you are as good as you say you are. Yeah, and the thing with you with the recommendations is that you someone could send you a glowing recommendation in an email, but on LinkedIn you can't. You, you could add it as a post, but the recommendation section on LinkedIn is you have to ask the other person for the recommendation, so it comes from their profile, so you know it's genuine. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I know that, as Amanda said, I mean, LinkedIn is about the only social media platform I'm remotely active on. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, with, you know, running your business and there's a lot of things. I think one of the key things that I just recently updated my profile again, and Mm -hmm. I do that on a regular basis, um, but I just updated my um, profile header image. And one of the things I do is I turn off the notifications so that when I'm getting everything refreshed, mm-hmm. um, there you know people aren't being bombarded with um, updates. But um, you know that that banner image beside your own personal image and one mm-hmm. great resource is Photo Feeler, and you don't have to spend any money on that. You can get good you can get karma by voting on other people's photos, but you upload your photo and your and your um, title or the headline, and then you get um, uh, votes on that. And people will tell you if, you know, you look like you're competent, if you look like you're um, friendly, if you look like you're professional, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a great resource to use and um, to make sure that you're conveying the right thing 
um, to the audience when they're tuning into that. And like I said, you can just, you can keep getting karma. So you want to get to about 80 different evaluations, 80 votes, so that you have a really good feel for that. And anyway, so photo feeler is a great resource and it doesn't cost any money, just a little bit of your time to vote on other people's profiles. Um, and I think the, you know, when we're looking at using LinkedIn to build, um, your influence, um, you know, there's all different types of content you can share. And I know that one of the things that, you know, we share, you know, our, all of our content that we publish on LinkedIn, we, we do share it specifically with my profile because I've got, you know, thousands and thousands <laughs> connections. Um, but what do you recommend? In terms of the kind of content that you share? Yeah, to build your influence. Yeah. So I very much teach uh, my clients that you should share content that helps your network or your audience. So rather than broadcasting at people, um, if you share stuff that helps. So people, for example, if you looked at my profile, on LinkedIn, people connect with me and follow me because I help them with LinkedIn. So the kind of content that I put on there will be you know, the latest updates on LinkedIn, or I've tried and tested um, these different kinds of posts, and this is what works better. Um, but also writing it in a way then that actually starts a conversation with my network. So I might do a post that says, um, When's the last time you changed your headline? Do you, you know, do you think it's important to have a headline? So by asking the question, people will then respond to me. Whereas if I said, here are three reasons why you should update your headline today, but didn't ask a question at the end of it, people would probably just click the little like button and then move on. But by starting a conversation around that, people start to respond and it gets pushed out into the newsfeed, more people see it. So you want to just, you want your connections to see it, but also I teach people to build a strategic network on LinkedIn full of people who are potential um, people. So if you're in a career, people who are gonna uh, maybe help you on the career ladder, you may be, you maybe worked with them, they may be in your team um, and connecting or people in your industry. So that when you're putting content out there, they're actually interested in it and they wanna engage with what you're talking about as opposed to just connecting with as many people as possible because, uh, you know, somebody who um, works in the oil fields in, I don't know, Western Australia is maybe like trying to reach 10,000 connections on LinkedIn, but they're not going to be very interested in your uh, description of the manufacturing industry in England, for example. So by building a strategic connection of people and sharing content that helps them and starts conversations with them. I see a lot of people putting content on LinkedIn that they are trying to be inflammatory or they're just talking about stuff that's nothing really to do with their career or business and they just want to get a lot of engagement. And that's I I don't teach that kind of content because I think you know it's a it's a business networking site and I always say to somebody, you know, think of it as being like an in-person business networking event. You know, if you walk into a large networking room and start meeting other people who are also in business, so maybe it's like an industry event, it's the conversations you would have with people at that event are the kind of conversations that you would have on LinkedIn. So you're not gonna be talking about um, 
how you dropped a plate in your foot and you broke your toe. It's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not really linkedin type stuff. I'm not the LinkedIn police and I don't call anybody out on it. People can do what they want. But I do think if you actually want to use it to get ahead in your career, then be strategic about what you're sharing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Think yeah, about I just, it. I, <laughs> absolutely. I just actually finished a post, um, an article that was mm-hmm. about social media and uh, especially when you're out looking for a job and you're interviewing. So uh, LinkedIn is definitely, you know, really a vital connection there, but I do really connect with what you say about teaching something. And um, I'll have to look at how we've been posting all of our content. If we're asking (laughs) a question, Um, I know that we try to frame those around, you know, how can we um, solve a pain point Mm -hmm. or address you know, the audience why, um, but we'll definitely need to look at uh, if we're asking questions. That's a really Ooh. great point. I thought you were laughing because you had actually dropped a plate in your foot. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And I I, I definitely think I, I, um, it, it, <laughs> I don't draw, I don't put that stuff on let alone the fact that of course I'm not a big like I said LinkedIn is the only social media that I mm. actively engage in so mm. um if I it, my free time I spend in other ways so <laughs> very wise that's very wise <laughs> yeah so what can people do to leverage LinkedIn specifically in growing their career or their business so the way I look at this is I talk about like having a three-legged stool. So the how I work with people who want to get ahead on LinkedIn is if you think of a stool, the seat to me is like the profile. You know, you need all three legs and you need the seat for the stool to actually function. So if you think of your good, strong LinkedIn profile, fully filled out as your seat. And then your three legs are building a good quality network around you full of people that you actually want to engage with, hear from, connect with potential customers, clients, collaborations. That's your second, that's your, that's your first leg. Your second leg is share content that helps your audience and showcases your knowledge and expertise. And then the third leg is learning how to use LinkedIn Messenger because actually especially for business people, that's where the magic happens because quite often the people who comment on your posts are engaging with your stuff, but the, the person who has a potential role for you or wants to work with you is going to send you a private message. And that's mm-hmm. where the business side of things happens on LinkedIn. It's actually away from everybody else's eyes. It's in your messaging inbox. So you have got to understand how to use that um, messenger. And the top tip for that is when you connect with somebody on LinkedIn, please send them a connection request because that starts that conversation going um, with the person that you're connecting with. Yeah, I would definitely add to that to personalize it um, Mm -hmm. and to point out why you want to connect. I mean, if you know someone else that you're both connected with, Mm -hmm. Um, or if you are are both part of the same group or, you know, you've been noticing some of their content and you can, but you need to have, um, in my view, you need to have a genuine reason um, as to why you want to connect. And right there, you're adding value. And the second thing is that 
Do not go into the hard sell. No, definitely um, and, and that is just like the fatal mistake that I see over and over and over. I just can't even say how many overs again. <laughs> and it's my number one pet peeve. I, I know executives who, um, as soon as that happens, they'll actually like block somebody. Um, yeah. And, you know, you have to remember that, you know, this is meant to build a relationship. When you build mm -hmm. a relationship, yeah, there are those people who do, you know, the the cold calling and they it, it's sort of like some kind of that that twisted movie of that, um, you know, that uh, gosh, that stupid movie where they all all the guys are trying to sell somebody like swampland in, you know, in Florida or something. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> this, this idea that you're going to catch that cold calls are so ineffective. Um, mm. 92%. Um, in effect, I mean, that that executives certainly will not respond to them. Yeah. And so when you do that, what you've done is you've a poisoned the well, you've lost and squandered the opportunity and you've mm. failed to build a relationship that can benefit both of you. Um, yeah. And so I, I just um, I just had to get that out there. Just like, you, know, you need to be building value. And this is just like any other kind of relationship. You're not going to go out and ask someone to get married after blind date meeting them at a, at, at a coffee place. I mean, mm. I, you know, hello. <gasps> oh, I mean, it, it's just not how you build a relationship. And LinkedIn and LinkedIn Messenger, to your point, is a very effective way to build a relationship with people. Yes. And um I find that when I, and if I get something like that, I do respond to those people and then yeah. I'll get more and more that they, they don't even listen to my response, you know, like I'm not interested, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so then, you know, yeah, it's like, okay, now I'm not going to respond to you. I've even had people stalk me and start uh, texting me and stuff. Mm. It's just like, or phoning me and it's like, yeah. I, okay, you know, any opportunity you ever had of doing business with me is like now it, you have, you've just completely napalmed the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, that reminds, but, then a, a funny story recently, um, somebody who's actually quite like, I recognize their name when they connected, they sent me a connection request and I recognize their name. Um, it's a, 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 an American online influencer um, and they sent me a message with personalized message. And it said, hey, I'd like to connect with you, um, Louise. Um, would you be interested in this PDF thing? Now, I had I had quite a bit of visibility with Social Media Examiner. So I thought, oh, well, they've seen me on Social Media Examiner. And that's why they're connecting with me. And I was all flattered. So I, because normally I would say, oh, no, not interested. And I replied and I said, Oh, thanks so much. I'm not really, I'm not actually interested in that white paper or that PDF. And um, but thanks for connecting with me. Their response: Oh, I'm delighted you like the PDF. Here it is. I'm like, what? You're obviously not even reading your messages. Robo response. <laughs> the dreaded robo response. Oh, so um, disappointing. Yeah, that is, and people know when they're being. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole side to sales on LinkedIn, mm. and. Um, so that would be another conversation, but uh, yeah. I just, um, people know when they're getting that type of robot, ro robot yeah. uh, response and it just, it's a huge turnoff. 
It really is. Yeah. So, well, what other, do you have any final secret tips for our audience on using LinkedIn, especially in light of uh, career growth um, or um, finding that next great position? Yeah. So, I mean, when you are, there are really brilliant ways of filtering um, out, finding out the people that you want to connect with and using the filters on the free version of LinkedIn um, at the top. So when you say you type in, you're looking for a role um, and you type in, say, um, business development, international business development manager or something. And it, it, produces like it says here's the people here's the jobs here's the rules if you go to the advanced filters this is on the free version of linkedin you can actually filter those out by about 10 or 15 different um segments so you can say location um company size headcount all for free and i think people most people don't actually know that that's there so in terms of career and job seeking, that's a little tip for you. But the other thing, is, I, mean, I know so many different things I could share. Another little quick tip is that LinkedIn loves hashtags, but you don't need to put any more than three hashtags in any one post. So oh. I see a lot of people who are obviously Instagram users and they write their post and then they put like 15 hashtags. LinkedIn does not like more than three. And it oh. prefers three. And, and people say, why three, Louise? I'm like, don't question it. That's just that's just the rules. <laughs> so put yeah, three no, hashtags. I mean, well, that's also good information because I know you can add, like, I think up to 50. And yeah. I know that we've been trying to add more hashtags. So yeah. once again, yeah. hey, that's a, a takeaway for us. <laughs> I mean, we've got two takeaways today for us, at, which Excellent. I really appreciate. And so this has been a great conversation and I just want to thank you, Louise, for coming on the show and sharing um, your amazing expertise on LinkedIn and what you can do on that platform. And I know, I know our listeners would like to know more about how and where they can find more about you, Louise. Excellent. Well, I would love them to come and connect with me on LinkedIn. It's um linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Louise Brogan. Do send me a personalized note to say you heard me on the podcast. And I also have a podcast of my own called LinkedIn with Louise. Um, so they can check me out there as well. Or go to, I actually have a free download for people who want to use LinkedIn. It's like a free daily, weekly activities to help you with LinkedIn. It's like a 10 page guide. And if they would like a copy of that, it's at socialbni.com forward slash download so they can help themselves to that. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Louise. Mm. And this has been a great, great conversation. Thank you, Amanda. And for our audience, if you have any ideas you'd like to share, please uh, go ahead and chime off in the comment section. We would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, please email us at Join the conversation at petitetoqueen.com. And of course, to stay current on all our insightful advice and breakthrough advantages, go ahead and sign up for our weekly Wisdoms newsletter and you will never miss out, especially on wonderful podcasts like the one today. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you so much, ladies. 